love you. Hey, all you people. Hey, all you people. Thank you for coming into the couch. Coming into the couch. Coming in through the yep. door and sitting on the couch. Right through That's what you that should couch. Do. Yeah, you're just bursting through our couch and just destroying all of our furniture, you fuckers. <laughs> all the potatoes we've been cooking under the cushions, they just burst out. You say we've been cooking. You're the one who's eating all the potatoes. I'm just, I'm enjoying oh, them being here so and giving good. us their ear. Hey, let you know what? I let you do that part first, okay? <laughs> so, I don't know what you're complaining about. We got an overpopulation of potatoes people okay we could have more we could always have more we could always have more but we're gonna make less <laughs> <laughs> i think the metaphor is getting confusing for me uh, and that's, that's mainly because i am not a normal earthling i am the green traveler from gorsh and i am the faceless leone and i guess potatoes are back uh we haven't made that joke in a while but welcome couch potatoes to green and faceless on the couch this is a podcast about movies and TV. Uh, this is our second recording today. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, because yeah, we're know, a little we're, we're a little tired. We 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 had a holiday. We were both we're both yeah. have you know we have the, the day off. And we're like let's let's get some shit done. And I'm feeling it. I am I feeling, am feeling it. it. I also am low energy, so it's 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 gonna be one of those episodes again where it's yeah. just like you know it's like let's do it. But I'm not gonna be furious. I'm not gonna be fast. I'm just gonna be calm. No. I'm going to, you know, I think I'm going to accept my fate <gasps> and just be calm. He did it. He did, did it. He dropped the name. I did. He dropped <laughs> the fate of the furious. Uh, and how they how they drop it in the in the movie itself is so fucking stupid. Yeah. So let's, 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 <laughs> let's just, yeah, let's just fucking get into it immediately. So we have a new director. James Wan didn't come back. Justin Lin didn't come back. They're both still going for this one. We have F. Gary Gray. F. Gary Gray. Yeah, he uh, he did Friday way back in the day. I love that movie. It's a great one. Mm. Uh, he did Straight Out of Compton, which is again another pretty good film. Uh, and then he also did MIB International. And I did not like MIB International. That was sure. not for me, dog. I watched I-, I watched it with a friend, and and for the experience, it was good. You know, me, we had a good time. It was a good theater experience because we both weren't really into it. So, we were both just chatting and like right. laughing at it. Right. So, like, it, it did its job in that we were entertained, but not for the right reasons. Right. I feel like uh, for that particular movie, it was very much a, the producers had too much control kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we want you to tell a specific story and that's that. But we still have Chris Morgan coming back to write. And I, you know, I don't think F. Gary Gray does a bad job. The the directing's good. You know, I'm not gonna shit on Chris Morgan either. The script is good. You know, he still delivers that Fast and Furious script where it's you know yeah. it's over the top and ridiculous, and the actors know exactly how to deliver what they need to deliver. But this is this is we we've caught up to where I started watching these in theater. The first seven had come out before I was interested in watching them in theater. So number eight was the first one that I, I journeyed to the theater to watch. And I, I remember watching it and being like, huh, I'm not grasping it. It's not getting, you know, it's not, it's not entertaining me. It's not captivating me like the other, like the last one, especially. But everybody else in the theater is like laughing and going like, oh shit, oh my God. You know, everybody's having a good time. And I'm like, okay, so maybe the theater experience is just not good for me in a Fast and Furious maybe. movie. Maybe I need to watch this on the couch. 
So rewatching it on the couch this time around, I felt the exact same way. Oh. It was, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's still good. It's, it's still good. Yeah. It's still fun. For a fat, if you're going to compare all the fast movies together, it is definitely one of the good ones. But it yeah. is not Furious Seven. Dear God, that was no. a good movie. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's I think that's what hurts this one is that it, it comes right after you know the epitome of right. what a Fast and Furious movie can be. So it's like it's just it's trying to live up to that and at the same time outdo that because that's what Fast and Furious is all about is outdoing their predecessor. Right. So I don't know, and you get the whole the whole family back. You know, you get everybody. You even get mm-hmm. Elena Pataki or Elsa Pataki back from the the fifth one or whatever she was in. Uh yes, so that's- uh, she was actually in Furious Six. I don't think she was in Furious Seven. No, she was in Furious Seven because she talked to Hobbs. She was in both. Yeah, she's been in all every movie since. But the 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 one that she the her role in the sixth movie super small and in the fi- in the seventh movie she's visits Hobbs at the hospital like right before the attack from Shaw uh, okay yeah I don't not at the hospital at the office. he's working she, she's working for him again anyways gotcha yeah I, I don't remember seeing her so it's like for me this is again the the one where it's like I, I see her again and maybe it's just because she has more of a speaking role here sure. <laughs> she's actually in this one whereas in the other one she just kind of pops up and makes cameos yeah I I think in the last one too she had really short cropped hair gotcha it's just more compelling what she's here for in this one yes you know she has she has more of a a, a plot central role whereas in the six and seven she just as you said there. For yeah. like a cameo appearance, and that's about it. So it's nice that she comes back. You know, you get Kurt Russell back. Natalie Emanuel is part of the family. She is back, and yeah. she has a, again another great. Uh, they do some pretty good stuff with her character, even if she is just kind of like demoted to tech wizard. Right. Yeah. Her her and Tej get to be tech wizards, but Tej can also yeah. drive and deliver plenty of one liners. Like Natalie oh, yeah. gets a few one liners, but Tej gets more than her. So like. You know, she she is still lower on the ladder in the the family hierarchy. I mean, every, every everybody's back. It, you know, you get the whole the whole Fast and Furious family, but it's just I feel like it's just the Charlize Theron. I love Charlize Theron, but like I feel like her as the villain after the the last two villains we've had, just kind of a little bit of a step back. Cause yeah, because she's, she's crazy. supposed to be like apparently she Shaw was working for her. So she's like the the deep deep background lady. The, this yeah. not being Deckard, but Owen or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the the, the Luke Evans one. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just constantly trying to overwrite who the deep deep bad is. Yeah, and we we we've hit Charlize Theron, and she's just kind of crazy. She's just she is another tech yeah. wizard. She's like I I was like I don't know like so far the villains have not been just straight up evil like she is, and it's like the first yeah. time that they have a female lead villain and they went super evil, and I feel yeah. like that is a bit of a tropey thing to do. That's her character. That is exactly what you just said. She is just a trope. Her whole character yeah. just feels like a trope. She do- I think she does it well, but just because it's a yeah. trope, it doesn't feel good yeah she doesn't supersede those those limitations like she is she is definitely an amazing actor like i fucking love Charlize theron and i was excited for her to be the villain because i remember when i was going to the theater i was like this is gonna be great here we go 
And then, yeah, it just it kind of felt like they kind of shoehorned her into a a, a role that she could have done so much more to if they had just let her. Right. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she was given a lot of free reign and that's where she went. But that maybe. that's just how I've read it. That's how I read it when I watched this. And her introduction even so like let's let's just start with the film because it, it it opens up with this hilarious folk hero opening for Dom Toretto. Right. Like, I don't remember where they're at. Cuba. They're in Havana. Cuba. That's right. That's right. Havana. Exactly. Yeah. And they he he's helping his cousin out because his cousin's about to lose his car to this one guy there who is a, a big street name. Like he's some kind of like loan shark or something like that. You yeah, know, like, something like that. He he has a He's got that little shark tooth ne- necklace. <laughs> right. And he only uh, accepts loans from people that he knows won't be able to pay him back. He's not a good guy. No. But they use him like he's a good guy. He he comes back like a, ha-ha, I'm helping Raldo. you out. Raldo was his name, and he's played by Celestino Cornelia. And I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. <laughs> I tried. But it ends up boiling down to this hilarious, like, it, it it makes it makes Don Toretto a folk hero, like he's a yes. huge legend because he races this absolute shit car against <laughs> the fastest car in Cuba, and it, I, I mean I won't spoil it because it's a very hilarious and awesome mm-hmm. race. But but like you know at the end of the race, everybody in Cuba has earned Don Toretto's respect. Oh, and he's just yes. like they're like yeah you are you are the man you are the shit you are Don Toretto, and then he. You know, kind of like smash cuts to him and like Letty celebrating. And then afterwards, the the next day or whatever, Dom's walking down the street and he comes across this woman who is like, needs help fixing her car. And he starts talking to her and she's like, oh, I know who you are, Dom. And he was like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm being caged. What's going on? Oh, no, I'm cornered. And, and she's like, I've done everything. You know, I, I stopped this business from being open today and I blocked this street and I did this so that you would have to come down this very sidewalk and meet me because this is your fate, Dom Toretto. <laughs> I am this evil villain mastermind. <laughs> this it's is the fate shit. of your team and it is kind of revenge, kind of just me being an ass. <laughs> yeah, it's just me being a villain. And it's it's just dumb. Like, Everything that she says that she put in place to make sure he walked that, you know, that very way. Well, at the same time, like, it's not like you grabbed his attention. You're just working on your car. He could have just walked past if he was having a bad day and didn't want to talk to you. Yeah, uh, but then she could have done it tomorrow. And then that yeah, would have yeah. been suspicious, though. Been like, <laughs> then he would have then he would have had to talk to her. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, it's all stupid. And then they kind of leave it at a cliffhanger intro with her where it's just like she recruits him for something yeah she shows him something but we don't get to yeah, see it yeah then he gathers the family for something that kurt russell needs or is it kurt russell or is it uh yes it is no 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 it's hobbs because hobbs is hobbs. at his daughter's soccer game and they're really getting oh, into right. how uh much of a dad he wants to be and he's the head coach and they do this war dance at the beginning of the game, yeah. one of the girls on the other team was like, I don't want to play anymore. And I did think that was cute and, and funny. Yeah, she just runs the fuck off. Yeah. yeah I love that. <laughs> and so he gets approached by one of the government dudes and has to go to work. But he's getting asked to do a thing that's illegal as well. Yeah. So if he fucks it up, he goes to jail. Yeah. And, and Kurt Russell 
can't help him out of it. It's a, it's yeah. a big thing. But yeah, it, it, they do a big job. It, it smash cuts, you know, you get the family together and they cut to Berlin, I think, or wherever they're at. But they, they do this big this big job and at the end of the job, they, they collect like a nuclear code or it nukes or something. You know, it's something big and bad. It's a electronic... Pulse, whatever. EMP. A, a big MacGuffin. They just, they get a big MacGuffin yeah. weapon and yeah, and Dom turns on them and steals the weapon and they're like, oh, fuck, what? Like the, our, yeah. our, our leader, our daddy, he's going to turn on us like this? turned on us. In, in the most counter to what the character is moment on, tele, on, on cinema, I feel like. Like I was like, <laughs> really? You really think? I mean, I think like the way that they play it later on it kind of works yeah but and i i think i want to keep that for the audience to find out if they go see the movie because it's worth watching i'd say it's just not as good as the seventh i mean it's not as good as a lot of them i'd still say like it's yeah. it's in the middle ground for me like right. i would put it like smack dab right in the middle of where all the other films are that's fair and it's, it's medium yeah but like but like how they try to pull it off like it seems like they had a good concept it's like well we want this you know we got to outdo the last film so what can mm. be more insane than the last film well what if dom turns on the family and it's like right. oh that's an interesting idea how can we pull that off and how they pull it off like the whole the reason for it makes sense and it's yes. good yeah how they get there just feels clunky as fuck and it's just yeah, like because yeah. they're trying to do like oh what's actually going on yeah like has yeah. he actually flipped you know, him and Charlize have this little moment where she kisses him and it's just like, oh, no, you know, did, right, does he actually really feel this right. way for her? Yeah. Like, has she has she brainwashed him? Like, yeah. what's happening? And, it, and even in that scene, though, it's funny because when they, they, they kiss and then Charlize leaves and then, like, <laughs> Vin tries to fall off this, like, really sad puppy dog look to yeah. Letty and it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I don't think to convey, he had – I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't think he had as many silly faces in this movie as no. he did the last one, but there's some good ones. Yeah, the, when when they happen, they're fucking phenomenal, and that that one just had me laughing nonstop. <laughs> it was so funny, but but because Dom has turned, the other big twist in this film is they bring in Deckard Shaw to work right. with the family, right? Because as Kurt Russell says, only two people have ever located Dominic Toretto, and that is uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Even though the government has many times located Dominic Toretto and even put him in prison once. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's probably not that hard of a man to find. I know he's got a shit ton of money, but. You know, if you hear about somebody doing outlandish things with cars, it's, you know, you got maybe like right. a 70% chance it's him. Yeah. And it's the whole concept of like, you know, if Batman, if, if the Justice League were, have, were to have to take on like Superman, I think actually, right. not Batman, but like Superman. Yeah. It's. It's so funny to watch the whole family just try to figure out, oh, no, now we got to take on Dom. How do we oh, do this? Dude, that scene with the grappling hooks where they just got yeah. his car, like, <laughs> uh, and, and then the car just starts go revving and revving and revving and see yeah, how the tires are on fire. And one of them's like, that's got to be I, I'm like 9,000 or something horsepower or something. <laughs> and I'm like, where's your scanner? Where's your DVZ scanner? <laughs> Tell me how much exactly. power he has. <laughs> they were like 100% just going for that reference. It was so funny. Uh, 
that is a great moment too because it's, it's just it's just funny it, it's hilarious to watch them try to take on dom and okay. how much like amazing superpower they give to dom to like take on his whole family it, it does stretch the imagination but it, it milks enough of it that you you right. still have a good time watching it you oh, can still definitely. enjoy it but let me try to think about the things that i, I want to talk about still because there's there's I feel like there's a lot to talk about, but at the same time, yeah. there's not much to talk about with there's, eight because yeah, it's just. I was thinking the same thing. Like, there's a lot of the movie that is intrigue based, so I don't really want to spoil it for the yeah. potential watcher because I, like I said, it's it, if you do want to see Dom Toretto face off against his team, there's some fun, cool things that happen in the movie. Yeah. It's worth watching. Yeah, but like, as you said, I don't want to spoil things. So it's like, then it just kind of becomes, what's the big events that this film's known for? And mm-hmm. honestly, that's my next problem with this movie is it, it tries to do a lot of those big events. Like the sure. last one had quite a few hilarious, awesome, over-the-top action scenes. But that was it was fun how they set it up. This one just kind of seemed like, all right, what's the next crazy thing we can do? Okay, what's the the next crazy thing we can do? Right. You know, it's like they a lot of this movie is focused on technological like it's the hacker villain. You know, she she mm. has a lot of technology at her command. So, you know, you get zombie cars. You get cars that are just driving across the street and she gets this oh this entire God. like yeah, she gets like every car in this city to be a uh, a vehicle at her command and and disposal. And it's just it's it's insane. Like you're watching it and like it's over the top and ridiculous, but I'm not like wowed by it. I'm just like, this looks stupid. Like, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Though when it started raining cars, that was when I was like, what, what is going on? It just kept on happening. (laughs) You know, there's some people like not all of those are being driven without, a driver right. some of them actually have somebody in the car so yeah. you're just like oh my god what's going on here and you know like i for me i had to wonder how much of it is cgi and how much of it is them just wanting to drop cars into the street because yeah. some of that shit looked really good and <laughs> i'm like fuck and sarah's like you yeah. gotta talk about this <laughs> and i'm like i don't know what to say about it it was just right I, it was ridiculous i thought it was an interesting part of the movie but it did go on for a really long time <laughs> yeah and when you see all the cars running down the street like that and it's just like you know the one car at the front is our our hero or whoever and they're trying to get away from all the zombie cars i don't care like I've seen this. This is this is done. This is done everywhere. This is not ta- this is not cars jumping across the towers in Abu Dhabi. Right. What's that <laughs> Shia LaBeouf movie where he's like poles? Yeah. Okay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> is it not old? Which no, one are you talking no. about? I don't know. It, so <laughs> there's like it, it. It's almost like the God's Eye. Uh, but he's running away from the government. Oh, uh, Eagle Eagle Eye or something. Eagle, Eagle Eye. Uh, yeah. It might even be. I don't know. No, nah, it's probably not Eagle Eye. But it's I think Eagle's the, Eye. <laughs> I don't remember. I think maybe the technology was called something and the title was something else. So 
I don't know. But yeah, but, yeah, it, it is very similar to that where it's just. I mean, and again, that is another the the God's Eye is another aspect of this movie, right? Where they're they're trying to use that to translocate people, but you know, right. Charlize Theron's villain is always two steps ahead of everybody, so she's always of on course. top of it. Yes. The other big action scenes there is uh, all the cars driving on ice, which is mm. kind of funny. There's a submarine, mm. like it's interesting. The submarine part was fun, I I would say. Yeah. But there's definitely less stunt work and more computer work in that scene. Yeah. That's okay. You know, that's fine. It make it makes good yeah. scenes. I liked some of the vehicles they were driving. They were fun. Like the, the <laughs> Tyrese Tyrese Gibson and his Lamborghini yeah. on ice. <laughs> yeah, Lamborghini on ice, and and he goes into the ice too. Yeah. Oh man. Why are they all shooting at me? Well, you're the one in an orange Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> you're oh, an easy target. Good. We told you it was that, a bad idea. <laughs> you know, that's another thing. I just remembered too that th- there's a running joke throughout this film that they don't tell Roman Pierce, Tyrese Gibson. They don't tell him the plans. And it's so that when the plan is going on, they can spoon feed the exposition to the audience what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that, you know, it, it annoys me as a um, – on the filmmaking side of things, it's like very kind of lazy storytelling. Sure. But in regards to how most movies do that where it's like they'll set up the plan and then they'll show like everybody doing it right. as they're like explaining in a narrative form. The, the heist scenes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the heist the heist way to do it. This was more enjoyable because this you know, it made sense <laughs> because yeah, I don't know if you would tell Roman Pierce the fucking plan beforehand because this kind of kind of ruined things. <laughs> yeah, because he's because he gets scared and hesitant. Uh Roman yeah. Pierce anyways, not not necessarily Tyrese. Tyrese could be a brave soldier for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Roman Roman is much better on the reactionary mind than on the uh Yes. The, the give me the plan and make sure I dodge out of the way of a, re- a wrecking ball. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. So just don't ridiculous. think about it. Don't think about it. Oh, and then the, the final, the final, cra- I mean, there's a lot of crazy action scenes, but the final crazy action scene that I wanted to mention was uh, Jason Statham's murderous rampage on an airplane while carrying a baby. Yes. Oh my it's God. That cute. scene is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> It's phenomenal. So, it's I love cute it. and dark at the same time because you know he's just killing everybody, and yeah, yeah but he's being really cute with the baby. And it starts off with him putting <laughs> these noise canceling headphones on the baby so the baby doesn't get too scared. And it's playing. Um, <laughs> oh shit! I forget what the song was, but when it started, it oh it's Alvin and the Chipmunks. That's what it's playing. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's really it. funny because oh, every it's... once in a while it would cut back to the music and. That was a really yeah. fun scene. Yeah, it's it's a great use of Deckard Shaw because you you know they're again they're tr- they're trying really hard to make him not really a villain but more right. of like an antihero. I feel like though his change was rougher than say Hobbs's change because Hobbs yeah. I feel like it was more gradual to to him being like this hardcore spitting military guy to being a daddy and this is like literally in this movie that this switch happens because there's a scene earlier what we already mentioned that Hobbs goes to prison at some point so there's a scene earlier where they both are escaping not intentionally for Hobbs Hobbs tries to actually stay 
but the guards <laughs> won't stop attacking him. Yeah. And, and he's not going to let them beat him up because he's the rock. And so exactly. anyway, it's that, that, that sequence, honestly, I thought was a really good sequence. And I just kind of want to watch yeah. them in a prison movie, to be perfectly frank. I think that would be pretty fun. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of the thing is I really enjoy Hobbs and Shaw or, you know, Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham's chemistry together. Like they right. are, they play off each other really well in that right. they're like they're like the buddies who just attack each other. Right. Definitely. They're, they're both trying to be the better one in the fight or whatever, but at the same time, they're just like, oh, nice punch. Yeah, you did yeah, a good job there. But at there. this you point know? in the movie, they, they literally hate each other. At this point in the movie, they literally hate each other. And then you get to the end where they're pretty cool with each other, and there's that baby scene. In the middle, the only thing that happens to make that switch happen is literally Hobbs walking up to him and saying, oh, I noticed that you got this like highest medal that your government awards. You must actually be a decent human being. And then Hobbs <laughs> cracks a joke and everything's fine. I mean, Shaw cracks a joke and everything's fine. <laughs> it's a little more than that. He, yeah, it, it's still very abrupt and like yeah. kind of like a one eighty. It's like, hey, don't forget this guy killed Han, but yeah. no, you know he's part of the family now. <laughs> right. It, it's. It is a hard, hard switch. Yeah, I, I feel like there was at least two more scenes to make that happen, or maybe the next movie even. I mean, yeah. I think there's a good reason how they got him to agree to do that last scene in the movie. Mm. I don't want to give away anything. There's a very good reason why that part worked, but it's just the making him a cutesy character. It, he, yeah. he's such a badass in seven that it just it really if it, if that scene would have happened in seven it, with the baby it would make no sense at all absolutely no no, sense. no. It, but it definitely it, it's just like that nice moment though where the villain you get to see a, a little soft side of the yes. villain you're just like oh there is a cute guy under here like yeah <laughs> under all the murderous rampage and headshots <laughs> yeah they do. Uh, they do also bring back uh, Luke Evans too. His brother, you know, uh, brother Shaw, Willie Willie Shaw, whatever his name is, Wayne, my Drew, Drew Shaw, uh, Owen. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. Excuse me. Yeah, oh, he is. Uh, is he, he gets to come back and have a have a little moment. Uh, he doesn't get too much of a moment, but it's there, and it's it's you know a fun callback, I guess. But again, it's like the Shaws have killed members of the family. Yeah. And yeah. yet they're they're just like yeah forgive and forget you know we can yeah <laughs> I mean they do mention God an awful lot in this series so yeah yeah I, I mean there's definitely some background Christian vibes but yeah it's just too quick the forgiveness is they vegeted them too quickly yeah that's that's really it they needed <laughs> a couple more seasons a few more villains. <laughs> But I, I think, honestly, I'm ready for a uh, closing statement if you are. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, I see. It sounds like I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't rate it that highly given how I've been talking about it. But I still give it three stars. It is still a fun film. It's still enjoyable. You know, it's it's a better Fast and Furious film. But, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like Charlize Theron's villain too much. And then I kind of get the, like, the kind of. I can't remember what they do to her character at the end, but because she's still, I might have to delete this, but they don't kill her, right? Honestly, dude, I'm right there with you. I don't know. Well, if they, as long as they didn't kill her 
I wouldn't put it past the franchise to try to incorporate her into the family in the next few but movies. She's and it's too, like I don't, she's too out there. That just would exactly, not work. Exactly. But that's the thing is like they'll they'll just do exactly what they've done with Jason Statham in this film. Yeah. Well, they'll just few, shoehorn a few exposition scenes that make you think, oh, this character's more of an anti-hero. You know, they don't want it. They didn't want to destroy the world. They she just wanted to control it because people were stupid. I didn't vibe with this one. And I was really hoping it was just because of the theater experience that, like, you know, everybody else was going crazy for all the action scenes. And I wasn't feeling it. I was hoping I would like it more on the couch. I did not. But I still give it three stars because it's still has fun moments yeah and the family is still the family is still good and enjoyable and they had the there's one kind of like sad and unnecessary shoehorn like they don't know what to do with dom because they're just like oh man how do we fight dom it's like oh brian would know what to do and it's like no we don't bring brian and his family into this anymore they're out and like it's a nice like we're not like them solidifying that they're not gonna go there right they're not gonna they've given uh, brian a happy ending they're gonna leave it at that yeah, I, and I appreciate that, but they, yeah, they, it, yeah, I think the ending part that they do with that was more of an honorific, and that was nice. I won't give yeah. it away, um, but <clears throat> I think it's pretty obvious when you watch the movie what happens. But I, I'll leave it up because we didn't talk about that at all, which I think we shouldn't have. So, but that's, so, that's how I feel about it. It's just it's 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 still good. But it's not one of my like top tier or like top three favorite <laughs> Fast and Furious films. Right. It, it, it's the downslope from from uh, it's the falling action from <laughs> Furious yeah. Seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this was my movie was okay. I, I'm in the exact same boat with you. I I'm still much more along the ride for the ride that is because of Furious Seven. So for that reason. I think that my acceptance of what's going on in this movie is a little bit easier, but I definitely recognize that it's a it's a touchdown from seven for some reason. I don't know. Is it the lack of Paul Walker? I don't know. I I never really thought that he Maybe, added. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed his presence in the film, but I never really felt the franchise was about him, except for in those early parts. So I don't know, and it could also be the. Perf- all the performers, they're like, they're happy to be back together, but their family, their the real people family is a little broken. So yeah. maybe maybe we're feeling that a little bit. Maybe, yeah. I'm I am excited though still to watch F9. I am. So this movie gets a full yeah. face. And we're gonna go fast for you guys one more time. Two what more what times. do you think we're gonna do after that? Oh yeah, actually two more times. You're right. Fast Nine is. Yeah, we not can't next. forget Hobbs and Shaw. We're gonna do Hobbs and yeah, Shaw. Yeah, Hobbs too. and Shaw is next, and it's the keyboard, the computer key, and then it's F Nine. <laughs> Function Nine, which on the my Function computer nine. fast forwards. Uh, mine does not have an alternate use. It is just a blank key. So you could program <laughs> it to do something. Why would I do that with this franchise? They got to program it themselves. That's right. This better give me nos. Damn it. Oh, it is. Like, mine's fast forward, so that works. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see yeah, you guys for Hobbs and Shaw. I think that's been our show, right? Yeah. If, if you want to if you wanna give us ideas on uh, what to do for our next playlist, you can go down to patreon.com slash green and faceless, uh, and you can look at our tiers. You can join 
uh, become a become a true couch potato. Uh, we'll always do this for free, of course, but it's nice if you want to help us out and you and you feel like you can, by all means. Or you can even just go and leave a comment. I don't remember all the websites they can leave a comment on, but... Yeah, uh, you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and we can check those out. If you want to leave comments there, that's cool. We also got a Facebook page and Instagram account that's under FictionWorks19. Mm-hmm. I try to keep up on those best I can. Sometimes it takes me a little while to respond, and I apologize for that, but I'm trying to be better. And then we also have our own website with Podbean. And I can't remember yes. what that is off the top of my head. Maybe I'll drop a blurb or something. Fictionworks19.podbean.com. And so it, it, it'd just be lovely if you, uh, if you have an idea of what playlist we should do, or if you want to, you know, give us recommendations, you can always go there. But, you know, next we might do, we might go back to James Bond. I don't know about that, but we might. And uh, maybe Disney later on. Yeah, you think you want to do something other than Disney? You're not quite ready to jump back into Disney? I, I think we can be, but we also, after Halloween, we still got like November-ish times. And I feel like Disney might be a nice, like happy little winter yeah. return. Yeah. So like maybe yeah, something, you know, maybe something winter in between. can be tough. It's nice to have light movies to return yeah. to. I appreciate that thought. Well, so yeah, we'll... we'll We'll figure it out, and we'll uh, we'll be gabbing back at you later on. Well, I mean, this Thursday we'll be back at you, but next time, oh, yeah. who knows what we'll be doing? Who the fuck knows? Oh, wait, we'll be doing Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next time we'll be doing Hobbs and Shaw. All right, well, I've been the Faceless Leon. And I am the Green Traveler. Safe travels, and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.